Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 13th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're involved in any kind of accident, car accident, motorcycle, boating, slip and fall, if you got an accident, you call Anna Jar and Levine. My guys, Mark Anna Jar. Glenn Levine, Eliana Jar, Zaslow Show 2.0 is always presented by Anna Jar and Levine, best accident attorneys around. It's why you see them everywhere because they're the guys that you go to if you're involved in an accident. First, you call 911, then you make sure Anna Jar and Levine 
takes care of you. You get an attorney on the phone immediately. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3733. We got a big couple of sports days on the horizon here in South Florida tomorrow night. The Miami Heat in the play-in game. Do or die. Win or go home. What a phrase. Tomorrow night at Kaseya Center, you have the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls. That's as a result of last night's happenings in Toronto, where the Raptors, they blow a 19-point third quarter lead. The Chicago Bulls come all the way back, and they're going to play the Miami Heat tomorrow. The winner gets the Milwaukee Bucks. That series will start Sunday. I believe it's at 5.30 p.m. So we got to talk a little bit about that. I was rooting for the Bulls. I think the Raptors are a terrible matchup for the Heat. And we don't have to worry about that now. Of course, the big story is DeMar DeRozan's daughter. Everybody's got to be careful what they say. She's a young girl. People are definitely angry about her behavior last night. Screaming during the free throws. I mean, technically, there's nothing wrong. Was it obnoxious? Yeah, it was super obnoxious. I mean, can you imagine the guy who's got to sit in front of her and she's screaming like that? People are going to say things about her today. They've been saying things. Somebody's going to get in trouble. Some media member is going to say something on television. Some media member is going to say something on Twitter. And you're getting canceled. Because it's a young lady that you're talking about there. So everybody's on. You're on high alert. Everybody's got to be careful what they say about her. But now we know tomorrow night. It's going to be the Heat and the Chicago Bulls. But tonight. FLA Live Arena. Panthers. Carolina Hurricanes. Now first up. I hope everyone is safe. What a shit show yesterday. It was raining cats and dogs. What a shit show yesterday, man. People's cars, they're getting stuck in the water with all the flooding. I mean, the flooding was like where I'm at. I'm in Cooper City. Everybody knows I run Cooper City. And it's it's okay here. You know, like I was in Embassy yesterday. I was in Embassy Creek and it was really bad. At least where I live here, you know, the community that I'm in in Rock... I live in Rock Creek. The community that I'm in in Rock Creek was... Pretty okay, yeah, and and by like right now, it's all good, but, and for the most part, I think Cooper City's fine, but man, I saw pictures, Fort Lauderdale, a lot of Broward County, which of course is where I live, I'm 305 till I die, if you still have a 305 in your area code on your cell phone, then you're 305 till you die, but I, I live Broward County, and, and Broward, Broward's fucked up, you know, Fort Lauderdale, very messed up, this, what is this weather, and I have an infinity pool now. That part's kind of cool. But anyway, hope everybody is safe. I know the Florida Panthers practiced this morning. Their, their morning skate was an optional skate because you got all kinds of flooding all over the place. Now, apparently, I saw my man George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, on Twitter, and he mentioned, because he was at morning skate this morning, and he mentioned that the as far as flooding goes around FLA Live Arena, everything seems to be okay. So that's good news because we got it. We got to get everybody in that building tonight. We're packing FLA Live Arena. It's going to be a tremendous atmosphere tonight. You guys know what I did after the game on Monday night. I pulled Ticket Ninja moves. Me and my son were going tonight. Club Center Ice. I'm going to break out my Panther jersey tonight. I never wear jerseys. I'm going to be wearing my Panther jersey tonight. I am very, very excited about this game we're going to talk to Ed Jovanovsky on the show today. That's right. My man Jovocop, probably my all-time favorite Florida Panther. He's going to join us tonight. 
So, oh no, he's going to join us coming up on the show today. We're going to get into tonight as the Panthers have the Carolina Hurricanes. So here's where we stand. Last night, I'm watching the NBA, and you know, I'm watching the early game, and then then I watched I watched most. Uh, no, I, I watched the whole late, late game. I I was up late last night. Actually, I was I'm, man, I was up to like 1:30 last night. Hey, nobody, no no nobody cry for me. All right, I decided you know what I could stay up late tonight. I don't have to wake up early because Broward schools were canceled. Everything in Broward's canceled. And why is that relevant? Well, my wife is out of town this week with my older son. So it's a bachelor pad here at the Zaslow Mansion with me and my younger son, Jordan. But because Broward schools were canceled, I didn't have to wake up early with them tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, let, we'll stay up late. We'll watch some NBA. We'll watch some other stuff. I don't have to get into all the details of what I was watching last night. You understand. So I'm keeping track, though, of what's going on with the Islanders. We, we learned the night before... The Islanders, because the Penguins losing, and then the Islanders winning last night actually clinched the Islanders. I think the Islanders actually only needed one point last night to clinch a playoff spot. So what happened last night, I'm keeping an eye on the Islanders and the Capitals. I'm sorry, Islanders and Canadiens. And yeah, it's 1-0, it's 1-1, it's 2-1, and then the rest of the way, 4-1 final. So the Islanders, they win last night. They clinch a playoff spot, which eliminates... The Pittsburgh Penguins. That's their own fault. You can't lose to the Blackhawks two nights ago. So we know the two wildcard teams are the Panthers and the Islanders. That's a done deal. But because the Islanders won last night, and there's a there were a bunch of different permutations as to what the Panthers would need to do tonight. We already know they clinched because the Penguins lost a couple nights ago. But now the scenario is actually easy. So the Islanders winning last night... They now have the top wildcard spot, 93 points. The Panthers have the second wildcard spot, 92 points. Islanders' season is over. They're done. Panthers play their final game tonight. The Panthers win tonight, and they get the number one wildcard spot, and they face the winner of the Metropolitan Division, all right? Which right now, in the lead in the Metro is the Carolina Hurricanes, who the Panthers are playing tonight. So it could be one of those kooky scenarios. We saw this with the Panthers and the Lightning a few years ago. It could be one of those kooky scenarios where you play the Hurricanes tonight, and then you open the playoffs this weekend with the Hurricanes. Both teams, though, need this game this evening. The Panthers want this game because they want the number one wildcard spot. They want to avoid Boston in the first round. Like, I got a message on Twitter last night. You could always tweet me, at Zaslow Show. I got a message on Twitter last night. I was, oh, not afraid of Boston. The, the, the team that wins the President's Trophy, they, they, they never win the Stanley Cup. And I wrote back, like, all right, they, they never win the Stanley Cup, but it's not they never win the first round. So, yeah, I, I want to avoid Boston. Anyway, and we know the Panthers won the President's Trophy last year. They lost in the semifinal. So the Panthers want to win tonight. The Hurricanes, though, they want to win tonight also. Because at the top of the Metropolitan Division, they're only one point ahead of the Devils. So if the Panthers beat the Hurricanes tonight in regulation, and the Devils, actually, it it, it could be in overtime too. If the Panthers beat the Hurricanes tonight, and the Devils beat the Capitals, then the Panthers play the Devils in the first round. If the Panthers beat the Hurricanes tonight and the Devils lose this evening without getting any points, they lose in regulation, the Panthers play the Hurricanes in the first round. If the Panthers lose tonight 
And that includes getting a point in overtime. That's not going to help the Panthers. Panthers have to win tonight. If the Panthers lose tonight, then the Panthers get Boston in the first round. So, and, and then the Islanders would play the Hurricanes in the first round. So that's where we're at. Panthers lose tonight, they get Boston. We want to avoid that. Panthers win tonight, and the Devils get a point. The Panthers play the Devils. Panthers win tonight, and the Devils lose. Panthers play the Hurricanes again in the first round of the playoffs. So, like I said yesterday, someone sent me a tweet. It was like, Zaslow, now that the, pa- you know, the Ticket Ninja went online on Monday night right after the Panthers lost to the Leafs. Huge point they picked up. And said, Zaslow, do you regret now that the Panthers clinched a playoff spot with the Penguins losing on Tuesday night? Do you regret going out and spending the money for the tickets? I said, no, I don't regret it. Because what if the Panthers still need to win that game to avoid Boston in the first round? There's still a lot on the line. And I told you I was a little selfish yesterday while I was keeping track of the Islanders and Canadians. A part of me wanted the Islanders to win so that the Panthers, it's still on the line tonight, win and you get the top wildcard spot. That has come to fruition. I understand that's a little selfish of me. It is what it is. So we're super fired up tonight. The Zaslow men, me, my son Jordan, we're going tonight. He'll be in his uh, Matthew Kachuk jersey. I'll be wearing my Panther jersey tonight. I, I never wear jerseys, but I'm very into it tonight. So let's go. Like I said, we're going to talk to my guy, Ed Jovanovsky. He'll join us coming up. We'll talk about tonight's game. Let me tell you guys, this is a perfect opportunity to tell you about one of my favorite sponsors, Brunt Insurance. I love all my sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're thinking of becoming a sponsor, you send me an email. My email is in my Twitter bio. I'll just tell you as well. It's easy to remember. JonathanZaslow at gmail.com. If you think your business uh, you know, makes a, nice, makes a nice partnership with Zaslow Show 2.0, we'll talk about it. We'll figure out what's what. But Brunt Insurance, you see, you look outside, you see all that flooding. Do you have flood insurance? Well, let, let's, let's figure this thing out. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. This is the type of weather that could make damage to your home. If you don't have flood insurance and you got flooding inside your home, you got a big problem. Well, we got to make sure that you're covered. So perfect opportunity for me to tell you about Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering that comprehensive insurance. It's tailored to your needs. You get on the phone at 954-589-2204. You're going to tell Greg Brunt and his team exactly what you're looking for. The market's confusing out there. You can't just go all willy-nilly. It's like, ah, no, I know what I need. You don't know what you need, all right? This is their job. They're the professionals. And like I said, Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, wherever you're calling from, they know the area. They're going to take care of you. So like I said, flood insurance, perfect opportunity with all this weather that's going on right now. But also, if you're looking for affordable care that has the best coverage for your car, motorcycle, boat, renters, condos, bruntinsurance.com, 954 589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. So, before we get to Jovo, let's get to the NBA here. Last night, you got a couple of elimination games, 9-10 play-in matchups. I told you, I've been invested in the play-in this year because the Heat are in it for the first time. And I got to be perfectly honest with you. 
I like the playing. I have enjoyed this. You got meaningful games a couple nights on Tuesday night. Then on Wednesday night, tonight we're off. And we're getting back at it tomorrow. And then those teams that win tomorrow, they're getting back at it on Sunday. Very busy week. Very quick turnaround. And it's kind of a weird thing because after the games last night, like think about this. Every team in the playoffs right now knows their opponent, can study their opponent, except for the number one seeds in each conference. Milwaukee doesn't know who they're playing. Denver doesn't know who they're playing. That's kind of a weird thing, right? The number one seeds are at a little bit of a disadvantage in that regard. They don't know who they're playing. So we're just three days away from their game, and they're preparing for two teams, essentially. Milwaukee's preparing for Miami and Chicago. Denver's preparing for Oklahoma City and Minnesota. And they're not going to really be able to prepare until Saturday because you're not going to find out until tomorrow night. So that's a little bit of a quirky disadvantage that the number one seeds have. But overall, for one, the number one seed should not be afraid of the number eight seed. That upset has only happened like three times in the history of the NBA. Unfortunately, the Heat were one of them back in 1998 against the Knicks. But also, the team that Milwaukee ends up facing, the team that Denver ends up facing, potentially played, like if the Heat win, they'll have played Tuesday night, Friday night, and then quick turnaround to start their series against Milwaukee on Sunday. Chicago, for that matter, if Chicago beats the Heat tomorrow night, then Chicago played Wednesday on the road, Friday on the road. And then Sunday, they're going on the road to start their series with Milwaukee. So it's, it's quirky that the number one seeds don't know who they're playing and everyone else does and is preparing. But let's be honest here. It, the eighth seed, which could end up being the 10th seed, actually, the Bulls clinching that eighth spot, they're at a pretty severe disadvantage. Road, 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 starting your series. So anyway, last night, I was rooting for Chicago. I didn't want to play Toronto. The major story coming out of the game is DeMar DeRozan's daughter. DeMar DeRozan, of course, my guess is that the family still lives there in Toronto. So DeMar DeRozan's daughter, who looks like she's maybe like 10 or 11 years old, sweet-looking girl, super obnoxious. I I mean, the screaming. What, what, What an incredible yell this girl has. The Raptors were 18 of 36 from the free throw line. Did the, did the screaming at every free throw help? I don't know. It's, it certainly looks like it did. But nonetheless, that, like, that's not a professional basketball team. 18 missed free throws? I mean, what the hell is that? that, that that's not a professional team. They were up 19 in the third quarter. The Bulls come storming back. And... And then you have a, then you have late in the game, so Chicago is up by three, right? And you get a crazy foul by Caruso on Pascal Siakam with just seconds remaining. They call it in the act of shooting. Brutal call by the officials. No one believes that Pascal Siakam was shooting in that spot. He wasn't even close to proper form. I can't believe they gave him that call. He misses two out of three free throws. They missed 18 total. And that was essentially your ball game there. Chicago sews it up on the other end. They win last night 109-105. So 
The Heat are playing the Bulls. DeRozan, Zach Levine, two dynamic perimeter players. Uh, Levine, I think, is awesome. DeRozan is great, too. And it makes you think, all right, Jimmy Butler's going to be guarding one of them. You're going to have Max Struess guarding the other guy? You're not going to have Tyler Hero guarding the other guy. So, does Caleb Martin get reinserted into the starting lineup tomorrow? Caleb's been great off the bench. He had zero points in the play in the other night. I, I, I can't see... Max Struess is not a good defender. Max Struess is not a good three-point shooter either. He's not. Go look up the numbers. And on Tuesday night, what was he, one for five? I think you got to go Caleb in the starting lineup. I think you're throwing Caleb Martin back in the starting lineup. Jimmy's guarding one of them. Martin's guarding the other two, other guy. Between Levine and DeRozan, you cannot have Hero guarding one of them. I don't think you'd have Mastruz either. I think you got to throw Caleb Martin back into the starting lineup. And I think maybe it opens up an opportunity off the bench for Victor Oladipo. Because maybe you want to see some of his defense. Oladipo played just nine minutes the other day. I think Oladipo, other over Struess, gets a chance on uh, tomorrow night because you want the defense. I think that's that's the change or you know adjustment if you want. That's the change that I'm looking for as far as the starting group goes. I think Struess, I could pull him right out of the rotation. I think Martin starts. I think Oladipo gets those minutes off the bench. I think you need the perimeter defense against DeRozan and Levine. But and by the way, you know the big story being. The young lady, DeRozan's daughter, with the crazy screaming. I mean, can you imagine? You're sitting right in front of her. She is not going to be at the game tomorrow night. We were all thinking that, right? Is she going to be at Kaseya? It's called Kaseya Center this week. Is she going to be at Kaseya Center? The answer is no. She will not be at Kaseya Center. You will not have the, the violent screams every time the Heat, who are like the best free throw shooting team, are on the free throw line. I, I mean, thank you. Again, lovely girl. And, and somebody's going to get in trouble for something they say about her. But we're all relieved that, like DeMar said, she's got to go back to school. So she is not going to be at the game tomorrow night. But that's the scenario tomorrow night. 7 o'clock start. Kaseya Center. Heat. Bulls. It's all on the line. Also, as, as far as the screaming there, like, that's going to spawn copycats. Not that everyone doesn't scream, but we're talking... It has to be a fan in the home building. That's how you were able to hear. Otherwise, everyone's making noise. But she was rooting for the Bulls in Toronto's building last night, so you were able to hear her every time. That's going to spawn copycats. Like, will there be a Bulls fan in the building tomorrow night who does who does the screaming? You'll be able to hear it because the heater on the free throw line. And here's the thing. This will spawn copycats now? And the NBA better not have a problem with it. I mean, the, the, the NBA with the players and the fans and kicking guys out of the game was a shit show this year. There are going to be copycats with what took place there last night. And the NBA better not have a problem with it. Yes, it was a player's daughter last night. So what? A- anyone's allowed to be... You're allowed to behave that way. It's super annoying. It's really obnoxious. But there better not be an issue. If you got some fan, even if it's a kid, who is going to pull the same thing at another playoff game here, 
That And I don't know if anyone said after the game. Like, I think Nick Nurse may have talked a little bit about it after the game. He may have sounded a little bit sour. There better not be an issue with other fans doing the same thing. Because it was a shit show this year with fans being ejected from buildings over, over God knows what. Just because Russell Westbrook doesn't like the way the guy looked at him or did a, uh, the, the, the rock and the baby taunt, guy got thrown out of the game. Give me a break. There will be copycats of this and this young lady's behavior from last night, which, by the way, she did nothing wrong other than be super annoying, which is okay. You're allowed to. There are going to be other people who do that. There better not be an issue. As far as the game after it, so Oklahoma City... And by the way, great future for Oklahoma City. They have a ton of draft picks. And remember, they selected Chet Holmgren this past year. I think number three overall. He's, he'll be ready next year. Like, he, he did not play this year. And as long as he stays healthy, which is a major hit because he just missed his whole first year, he's probably going to be really good. But Oklahoma City beats New Orleans last night, 123-118. The Pelicans get exactly what they deserve. Number one, Oklahoma City's a good team. But the Pelicans get exactly what they deserve. I know, it was a little, and the reason I say that, well, it's, it's not even that the Pelicans get exactly what they deserve, but I, I find the Zion situation so frustrating. We talked about it yesterday where Zion said he's fine. Why aren't you playing then? And we talked about it with Israel Gutierrez. If you didn't, if you didn't hear, uh, we talked NBA playoff with my man Israel Gutierrez. Go back in the Zaslow Show 2.0 archives. However you're listening to this show, you go check that out. It's, it's, it's evergreen. That's what they say. You can go back and you go listen. It's not dated, not yet, because we're talking NBA playoffs for this weekend. And Zion's fine, but he's not going to play. And you saw him warming up before the game yesterday, getting his shots in, doing it like for the second year in a row. Seasons on the line. Last year, it was game six against the Phoenix Suns in the first round. They got a chance to upset the number one seed, the defending Western Conference champion. Zion, nowhere to be found. Ah, if we went to game seven, I would have played. Okay. But they need you game six. You're not playing. Now season ends. Last night, Zion says he's fine, but he's not ready to return. Season's on the line. They lose. Season's over. Second year in a row, season's on the line. Zion's not interested in playing. That sucks. And I don't know what you do about that situation. That sucks. Yeah, a little bit of controversy late in the game, right? Brandon Ingram down by four. Brandon Ingram hits a three. He complains that he was fouled. I didn't see it. I didn't see a foul. I mean, did, did Lou Dort's hand get near Brandon Ingram's elbow? Yeah, got really close. Ingram hits the three. There was like two seconds remaining. Thunder hit both free throws. Four, uh, you know, extends it now to however many points it was at that point. Cut it to one, made it three. Then another foul made it five. That is, oh yeah, because then the, okay. Ingram cuts it to one, which by the way, not only was he not fouled, he traveled on the play. Totally took three steps into the shot. He's complaining he wanted a foul. I didn't see it. That makes it a one-point game. They foul. Thunder make both free throws. Now it's a three-point game. You got one chance now to tie. It's like two seconds left. Pelicans throw the ball out of bounds. Two more free throws, five-point game. That's your season. Thunder win 123-118. And now you get Oklahoma City is playing at Minnesota tomorrow night for the chance to lose in the first round to Denver. That's the second half of the doubleheader as Miami tomorrow night hosts Chicago with the right to move on and take on the Milwaukee Bucks. 
There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, we got all, all this weather out there. You got all kinds of water, all kinds of flooding. You may have a leak in your house. If you find a leak in your house, you got to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. My guys, the Greenstein boys, nobody is doing it better than they are. With over 60 years of combined experience, the team at Water Cleanup of Florida, they are going to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. After the leak is located and prepared, Water Cleanup of Florida, they're then going to clean, dry, and fully restore all the damaged areas. Water Cleanup of Florida serves all the Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require. You know what I'm talking about. And my favorite part, there's no need to bring in any other contractors because Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to handle your entire project from start to finish. They're on social, they're on Facebook and Instagram. Don't take my word for it that these are the guys, all right? Go to Google and check out over 80 five-star reviews. That's right. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. That's right. You could tell I'm fired up today, right? This this be a great night, man. Panthers tonight. Then tomorrow we're going to wake up. We're going to be excited about what the Panthers do tonight and head into the playoffs this weekend. And then you got the heat tomorrow night. Heat and Bulls do or die situation. Zazzler, you thinking about going to the Heat game tomorrow? I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch it right here. Zazzler Mansion, family room couch. That's how we're going to do it. I will say, I probably wasn't the only one who felt this way, right? Where I'm watching the game last night. I'm watching both games last night, right? I couldn't have been the only one who was thinking to themselves, Man, these other six teams we've seen in all these other playing games, they all they, like they all appear to be trying a lot harder than the Heat, right? And not even try, just there seemed to be a sense of urgency in the Oklahoma City New Orleans game last night. There seemed to be a sense of urgency in the Minnesota LA Lakers game the other night. There seemed to be a sense of urgency Chicago and Toronto. Like, every game looked to have a sense of urgency, except for the Heat. I mean, Atlanta certainly looked like it, but I couldn't have been the only one who noticed that. And if you lose on Friday, if the Heat lose tomorrow, they will... I already told you, I think Tuesday night 
was as embarrassing a loss the franchise has ever had. Lose on Friday, and you complete as embarrassing a stretch in Heat history. They became the first number seven team to lose in the play-in. They would then become the first number seven team also to lose both games in the play-in. Both at home. While going 0-4 to Chicago this year. Heat are 0-3 against the Bulls. You'd go 0-4 against Chicago this year. And three of those losses would come at home. The Heat lost both games in Miami this regular season. So think about it. Lose both play-ins. Lose both play-ins at home. Go 0-4 against Chicago. 0-3 at home against Chicago this year. And your season ends in game number 84. It, it, would, it would complete what could be the most like, as embarrassing a week in franchise history. I really believe that. So how do I feel going into tomorrow night? Eh. Let, let, let me get another night sleeping on it. I'm going to give all my picks tomorrow. We, you know, so, so we know now because of last night. Well, last night didn't prove anything. Last night just eliminated teams. But we have six series that are set in stone right now. I'm going to give all my picks tomorrow. We'll do a full rundown of what's to come this weekend as the postseason begins on Saturday. But tonight, hey, the story has got to be we're going to the Panthers we're going to get a win. We're going to get home. We're going to sleep really well. Part of the reason we're going to sleep really well, Sheets and Giggles, one of our newest sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. The Zaslow family are four, we're just four, but four of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. That's right. Whether it's it's the comforter, oh my God, I love the comforter. Whether it's the comforter or or it's a eucalyptus mattress, eucalyptus pillow like I got. Maybe it's the sheets. It's the it, it's the fitted sheet as well. Whatever it is, Sheets and Giggles is my new. I, I mean, I let me tell you something. I keep telling you about the comforter. All right. It's not just the comforter, but I look at that comforter right now, and I saw my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, and he was posting other people who were posting pics with their comforters. And I was so excited, so I'm like, yes, see, I'm not the only one who keeps raving about these comforters. I love that. I got a duvet cover on. It's a little bit girly duvet cover. I feel like that's not a man thing, a duvet cover. But I got to tell you, I love this duvet cover and this comforter. Oh my God, it's breathable. It's, so- it's heavy, but it's soft. And... I'm still cool underneath it. Sheets and giggles, ultra cool and sustainable eucalyptus bedding. Like I said, join over 100,000 people who are sleeping soundly on Sheets and Giggles' famous eco-friendly eucalyptus lyocell bedding. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use my promo code ZASLO at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your first order. That's right. I mean, Colin, he's crazy, man. Huge sports fan, huge Miami sports fan. He's giving you guys 20% off your first order on Sheets and Giggles when you use my promo code ZASLO. Again, Sheets and Giggles, SheetsGiggles.com. So we got a huge one tonight. I'm super excited. It's game number 82. As and and we still we still got plenty on the line here today. So we bring aboard here our guy, all-time Panther great, former captain Ed Jovanovsky, Bally Sports Florida, joining us here. Jovo, I, I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I had this team dead team walking two and a half weeks ago. I did. I now maybe I did a reverse jinx. I'm not going to take credit for it. All right. 
I was very down. I thought it was over with that four-game losing skid. Did We can be honest now because they're in. Did you think they were done a couple weeks ago, Ed? It didn't look good. You know, I'd be lying too if I said it and it didn't look like trouble. Uh, but it's amazing kind of what things happen. And you almost wish during the season they just had a run like they had, you know, of late to not put themselves in this position. But Monday morning quarterback, it is what it is. They found a way to win hockey games, to get back into it. And they got some help around the league, which is obviously nice. It's really cool, actually. I've been saying this recently where – for a season which, for the most part, has been super frustrating if you're a fan. I'm sure for the players, too. But for, for a fan, it's been super frustrating. Yet, for the last few weeks, because every game has had this playoff-type feel to it because of the position that they put themselves in, it's been a wild finish to this season. And like now going into tonight's game, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm pumped as well. You know, a lot riding on this game here tonight for the for the Panthers and for the and for the Hurricanes as well. But you see it around even the Leaf game. Uh, you know, it was a national coverage game, but I went to the, the game. You know, the arena's the arena's bumping. I mean, people have noticed obviously where where the team is and how important these games are. And what I love about this is they played so well leading up to this. They're heading into the playoffs with some momentum and feeling good about their game. And like you said, yeah, the last couple months you've been in playoff mode. It's not always nice playing that way because mentally it drains you. You know, physically, obviously guys are banged up. But for the most part, finding a way to to win these tight games. And I know the coaching staff has really been preaching this defensive style game that, you know, ultimately wins in the playoffs. So it's nice to see them kind of firing in all those aspects of the game. So we'll, we'll see. We got to take care of tonight, though. I like that you mentioned how the building has been on fire and it has. And that comes with, okay, so the team has clinched their fourth consecutive season in the playoffs, which I'm pretty sure is the first time ever in franchise history that they've made the playoffs four consecutive years. And this is what happens when you have a consistently good team, a team that you feel is going to be in the playoffs every single year. You get that fan base that knows what they're getting into. And I mean, look, obviously in 96 was the all time great year for the franchise, but this is really the first time that they're having this sustained success year after year, after year, after year. And that's how you grow a fan base and pack that building every single night. Right, and you got committed ownership. And I think that's what the Violas have done, Doug Sifu. I think these guys understand that. You know, you got to open up the wallets. You got to bring in some free agents. You got to find a way to lock up your core guys and, and, and keep them in the fold. Because nowadays with the salary cap, sometimes, unfortunately, you just can't keep players just where their market is as a player. The team's not willing to do it. They're going to chase it elsewhere. But you look at the core of guys that they have, They've been around here for a while. Uh, you make that one trade, obviously, with Huberto and bring in Kachuk. We know what he, he's done. You know, this year it's been remarkable. But, yeah, it, it's it's nice to see. Um, the team has obviously grown the last handful of years, and, and the trajectory has been nice. Uh, you know, the one thing we want here is playoff success. And maybe it's a little different route, Zaz, heading into this year than last year winning the President's Trophy. 
I think this year battle tested little adversity. Obviously, for the last four or five months of the year, this team has really been grinding. So you're entering the playoffs kind of in a different mindset as far as where you're positioned. Uh, but overall, I like where the team is right now. I like what's going on at the arena. Uh, the fans are recognizing it. They're excited. And what's better than playoff hockey? There's not much out there that's better than playoff hockey. So we're certainly excited. I'm sure the franchises as well. Do we have any idea yet as as we're recording this, who is in goal tonight for the Panthers? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably Alex Lyon is, is gonna play in that. I, I think I was kind of going over this in my head last night. If the Islanders lost yesterday, this game is meaningless. Then you go Bobrovsky for sure. You go Bobrovsky and you give him that one game yeah. heading into the playoffs. But listen, you know what? Bobrovsky's an elite goaltender. He's done a lot of great things this year. But you see lately, you know, what are the reasons why this team is where they are right now? I mean, better team play, defensive play, but goaltending. A little bit hairy when he first came in the net. You can yeah. see him. You can see him. He's settled down. He's more comfortable. He controls the net area. And I think for I think for the coaching staff, I, I'm not a coach, so I really don't know. Um, but I've been in the game, uh, you know, around the game a long time. I gotta believe that they run with Lion. You know, here tonight he's confident. I think the group in front of him know what they're gonna get with him. And then come the playoffs. It, it, it could be a revolving thing. You know, I, I, I think, you know, you give, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's tough. You, know, you look at Lyon, what he's done, why would you stay with him? But like I said, I'm not the coach and Paul Maurice has been around a long time. He's a great coach. He's got a better understanding. And I do Robbie Tallis, the goaltending coach, and I'm sure a decision will be made, but I got to believe tonight that you'll see Lyon in that. So a couple things happened which I don't know if it sparked the run. I don't know how much credit you give to these guys, but it coincided with the team winning six in a row and now in the position they're in. So apparently the morning of the Panthers at Toronto, they had lost four in a row. Matthew Kachuk's father, the great Keith Kachuk, was on radio there in Toronto, called the Panthers a soft team. The Panthers were down, uh, what was it, 2-1 at the time, I think it was. And, and Paul Maurice, or actually it was 1-1, and they were challenging the goal, and they ended up winning the challenge. Uh, Paul Maurice is lighting the team up like I've never seen before. And you get what ends up being the biggest goal of the year as Reinhardt gets the deflection, then they win it in overtime with Brandon Montour, and away we go. Does that stuff, like, like how, much do you, how much credit do you put into that kind of stuff where, all right, you got the father of our best player, everybody in the dressing room, here's what Keith Kachuk said. And then you got Paul Maurice, you know, uh, uh, giving the team the business. How much does that stuff play in? Well, I got to believe that it hit home, first of all. And I, and I think I think if it comes from anyone else, it might be a little bit of tension in the locker room. Coming from Keith, who's played a long year, a long NHL career, who scored goals, who fought, who played tough. I know I played against him. He used to shove his big Louisville stick right in my ribs. He didn't care who it was. He was a tough player to play against. So coming from him, I think it probably hit home to the guy. Say, listen, you know, yeah, we do. Not individually, team tough. We need to be, you know, stronger as a team, protect each other, and just play harder in areas around the puck and win those battles. 
And then when the coach going nuclear, they deserved it. At that moment, there was numerous turnovers. Pucks were going in the middle of the ice. No look passes. This isn't a playoff kind of craze where you're fighting for each and every point. So anytime you give an opportunity for a team like Toronto to just continually come down on odd man rushes and put your defenseman and goalie in very tough positions, it was time to kind of light the team up. And you look what's happened since then with with uh, with Walt going uh, calling the team soft and and the coach going nuclear. The team has responded and they rallied around it. And um, you know they're in a position where they've clinched a playoff spot now. What's the worst you've ever been lit up by a coach like that? Well, it was bad. I mean, I, I think the game has really changed now, Zaz. I think coaches are 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 somewhat careful on what comes out of their mouth. Um, I was so bad one night in Vancouver on defense. The coach put me on forward, <laughs> and uh, I went out the first shift. I think I was with Donald Brashear and Brad May on a line, so we had a pretty physical line. And I think I got assist that first shift uh, on the ice. <laughs> then we we're killing a penalty. So he's like, hey, Jovo, go back on D. I chased the guy the wrong way behind the net, and they end up scoring on that power play. And he and he basically told me that, you know, you're so bad that just sit here the rest of the game and think about your game. Um, but listen, I love that kind of stuff, man. I loved it. It fired me up a little bit more. But, you know, sometimes coaches got to do it. And I understand this whole, you know, nowadays you got to be careful – I think you can do it in ways where guys respect it from a coach. Um, you know, coaches nowadays, they don't need to be your, you know, best friend. They're out they're out there in the best interest for you as a hockey player to improve daily. And if you're not doing that, you know, consistently, then you're gonna deserve some, you know, some some shit basically from from the coach. And um it's okay. I think teams rally around it. I think some coaches pick certain players where they know they can get the message across. And uh, But this message coming from the coach was for all 20 guys on that bench. I got to tell you, Jobo, uh, I-, I think Matthew Kachuk is as likable a player this team has ever had. Like, I, I can't remember the team having a player like this who behaves the way he does. And what I mean is, you see him on the bench at the end of the games, and he's jumping up and down when the team gets the clinching empty net goal. And the, the the goal that he scores the other day, you know, the last game to take the lead in Washington, and just how fired up he was. Like I, I, I just I can't remember a player with his personality who also has his skill set, you know, who could back up all the talking. I, I don't remember a player like that ever playing for this team. Right, and you can't teach passion, right? And, and I think when you look at him in the excitement, he's coming to this situation, you know, it was a big trade, you know, coming to, to a new situation. You never know how these are going to play out. You can see in Calgary, it hasn't been a great year for Huberto, you know, or Uyghur. They obviously were eliminated the other day. So coming to a new situation for him, for what he's done, you know, obviously the 100 points, and, and now the team in the playoffs – I'm really interested to see him firsthand how he responds in the playoffs because a lot of the, you know, he drags guys into the fight. And he's one of those guys that does it within the rules, kind of knows when to pick his spots. And it could be growing up in a hockey family, you know, watching his dad do it. He's a great playoff type player too. 
But um, it's been special to see. And, and, and you can see every conversation that this kid has, how excited and pumped he is, yeah. you know, to be in this market, to be in Florida. I just wish in the Sun Sentinel we got a little bit more coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Matthew Chuck has done a lot of good things. I saw the other day, you know, it was a big game and I couldn't find any article, you know, in the, in, in the paper, which for whatever reason, I, I'm not sure what the reason, it may be a late game or whatever, you know, but he's been a special player for, for this team and we're going to have him for years to come. I know uh, you mentioned to me when we were talking yesterday, you, you think we're going to get a, you know, granted, there's still a lot on the line tonight. They, they, they need a win here tonight. It, it, the formula is really simple. Win and you get the top wild card spot. And you would likely – and New Jersey has to do their job, and then you would get New Jersey in the first round, lose tonight, or only come away with a point in, in overtime, and you get Boston. So there's still a lot on the line tonight. But you, you believe we're going to get a pretty loose club tonight? I think so. I think a little bit of the weight off their shoulders, like I said yesterday, I think you're going to see a freer team. Um, you know, keep in mind you still got to play that – you know, solid defensive style game. Carolina's playing for a lot too. Yep. So, you know, you're going to have a team that's ready. I think you want to play, you know, a great game, knowing where you can finish in the standings. And I don't care what people say. Yeah, you know, we've been, we split the games with Boston this year. I don't care. You know, me as a fan, a team that, a, a guy that covers the team, you know, Boston's a different animal. You know, they're so deep, they're tough to play against. I much rather, you know, face the Carolina or Jersey, you know, in that first round. But you got to take care of business tonight. You'll feel good about winning the game, and then you'll feel good about going into the playoffs. But I think clinching the playoffs, definitely, you're not under the gun. God forbid, you know, something happens, you don't win the game. At least you're still going to the dance, but you still want to win this hockey game for many reasons. How aware are guys, you know, the last game against Toronto, which was a great game. I thought the team played really great. Really great, uh, tough finish, you know. But it, it was it was funny because I'm watching at home on ESPN Plus and Leah Hextall, who was the reporter in between the benches, she had a great anecdote where she said Mark Stahl caught her looking at her phone uh, early in the third period, and she had the 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 Capitals Islanders game on, and Mark asked to take a look at the phone and <laughs> sees that the Islanders are down four to one. And he nudges whoever's next to him. Says, hey, check it out. So during games like that, is most of the team thinking in their head, hey, I wonder what's going on, you know, in the standings? Well, I think he answered that question for you. I think, you know, everyone's curious to see what's going on. I actually texted Luongo during that game. I'm like, hey, Isles are up 3 nothing. Yeah. It's like, you know, the drill, Jobo, there's still a lot of hockey left. But listen, I, I think the game was great. It ended up being a really huge point. I think the Panthers played a really good game that day. Could have won it in overtime. You know, Matthew Kachuk, both him and Tavares had a couple-minute shift in that. And I'm surprised Tavares got down the ice. Um, as you can see, Matthew waving on to Alex Lyon to come out and get that puck. But it ended up being a huge point. But yeah, guys are curious. Especially when it comes down to this crunch time, you got both teams playing and you know what the scenario could be. I mean, guys, usually those those scores are posted up on, in, you know, in the arena. So guys are getting a glimpse of that. But such importance like that, you can see Mark Stahl, veteran player of 1,100 games, still kind of curious on what's going on around the league. Can you explain for people who aren't as well-versed, you know, in hockey, can you explain what it feels like when you're, you're, you're at that 
two-minute mark, two-and-a-half-minute, like you said, Tavares was at the end when he scored that game-winning goal. Can you describe what your legs feel like when you're on the ice for that long? Yeah, when you're in the offensive zone and you're on for two minutes skating around, you know, three-on-three can get a little bit annoying at times. There's nothing. They take it over. the. You know, Gretzky's got a different analogy on that with the shot clock now he wants to put in. But, you know, teams don't have nothing. They come out of the zone. When you have puck possession, your legs feel great. But when you're on the ice and the puck turns over, you know, now the lactic acid is is, is built up and you're pretty much straight-legging it down there. So I guess, I guess you can equate it to, you know, just kind of doing sprints, right? If you do sprints, basically, if you're doing, you know, a longer sprint, 100, 200-meter sprint, and you have a 10, 20 second rest and do it again. And basically, you know, that's where the burn comes in. But the guys are so in shape. I don't care. Um, but when you're on the ice for two, two and a half minutes, um, your legs burn. And But it could have ended before that, right, Zaz? It could have ended that opportunity. And sometimes, and you look at Matthew Kachuk out there, if you notice, he stays out there for the full two minutes on a power play. You know, he's the one guy that they leave out there. Uh, a lot of the time when the team does have possession, he's kind of stationed in front of the net in his office area, kind of creating havoc in front of the goaltender, trying to screen him and tip pucks. Lastly here, Ed, were you were you in the building for the game against Ottawa last week? They, I was. They won 7-2. You were, were you watching at home, or I guess? No, I, you know, I, got to, I was back for my dad's uh, one-year memorial in Canada, so I was watching it um, – you know, back home, but I saw the, uh, I saw the craziness. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like I was watching from home that it was like, it was the best crowd of the year. I thought it was the best game of the year. I mean, a seven, two game, they kicked the shit out of them. That game was incredible, especially when they killed off the full five on three and Nick cousins comes right. out of the box and then scores on the other end to make it like five, one. And that building was going crazy. I, I think we're gonna have a phenomenal atmosphere tonight. Yeah, we should. I mean, it, I'm sure the building's going to be rocking. You know, look, historically, Carolina, we always seem to have a little bit of trouble with them. We've had, you know, I think we split with them this year as well. Um, but, yeah, it's that playoff hockey. You look what Ottawa did to us on that first game of that last trip. You know, five on five, we played goods. Our special teams, you know, were garbage. Uh, Bob didn't have a good game, and that's kind of the last game we've, we've really seen Bob, right? He was, wasn't was feeling good the rest of that trip. But you start kind of getting into that playoff mode, you know, where, you know, the intensity, the physicality picks up, and it's always the best time of the year. Having said that, you still have to be disciplined. I think refs early on in playoff series, they want to be the heroes, right? We're calling everything, you know, this, we're calling that. So you still have to play, you know, disciplined hockey. You can play hard, but play smart. And I think you'll give a team a better chance on winning if your special teams game is outperforming theirs. Yeah, we're looking forward. I'm taking my son tonight right after the game on, right after the loss on Monday. It's like, fuck it. And I go right on to Ticketmaster. I purchased two seats, center ice. We're going to be there Thursday. I'm ready to go. Let's get crazy tonight. We're both super excited. Uh, I, I, you're on the broadcast tonight, of course, so folks will be able to watch you from home, yes? Yes, yeah, we're on tonight. Uh, big game. A uh, lot to cover. Um, but overall, it's nice playing this last game when it's so meaningful. 
Mm-hmm. Even for players, I know as, as a former player, when something's on the line, the pressure is there. You want to be part of it. But now on the other side of it, I can't wait to be a part of this game tonight on the broadcast side. Uh, a lot of good things to cover. Um, so we're looking forward to and it. And you guys will be able to give a, you know, you'll probably know what's going on with New Jersey. I'm not sure what time they're playing tonight. It's probably around the same time yeah. as, as us. You'll be able to give a little uh, breakdown. Yeah, same time as us. You'll be able to give a little breakdown of who the first-round opponent is post-game. Absolutely. You know, but the the, the kind of the, the whole discussion of late was, even by us and even by the players, you can control your own fate by what you do as a team and individually what more you can bring to this game tonight. And I think that's just obviously the situation here tonight for the Florida Panthers. You want to play in that in that first wild card spot, it's right in front of you. Come out there, have a game of your life, feel good about it, heading into the playoffs. It's right there. Great job, Joe. We'll always love having you on. Thank you, man. Have fun tonight. It's going to be great. All right. All right, Zaz. Good job. Thanks again, Ed Jovanovsky, for joining us. Always love having him on the show. And all guests, everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the show, our beer of choice, Johnny Cuba, European roots of the Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Now, I'm going to the game tonight, but if you're watching the game on your couch tonight, go stop by Sedano's Presidente when Dixie, Fresco, Emas, you pick up yourself a six-pack of Johnny. I love when you guys, when you send me the video or you send me a picture of you cracking open that Johnny for the first time. Like, Zazlo, I didn't know how delicious Johnny Cuba was. And I'm like, yeah, duh, like I've been telling you, all right? So you take a picture, I put it on Instagram where I'm an influencer, and then you become, like, super famous, all right? Johnny Cuba always wants you to drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. I mean, I practically live my life by it. Stay Tranquilo. So, excellent job there from Jovo Cop. We're all super pumped for the game tonight. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Everybody knows what time it is. Big deal or not a big deal. Hey, if you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I, I don't know. But the guys at Water Cleanup of Florida, the Greensteins, they will tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Any time of day, call or text 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, also a licensed general contractor. They're going to provide that A to Z service, one-stop shopping that we're all looking for. Again, WCUFL.com. Let's find out if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. First up, so last night during the NBA play-in games, the NBA, like Stephen A. Smith was doing like a a, a simulcast, like a Manning cast type of deal. Stephen A.'s world and his guest at one point on the game, on the show, during the game, however you want to say it, was Damian Lillard. And give Stephen A. credit here. He, He got right down to it. The Portland Trailblazers are on the clock. They got to show a level of urgency or else. I mean, I ain't go. I'm not even going. It ain't a threat. I'm not. You know, I ain't gonna say I'm putting them on the clock. I'm just saying, you know, if those things can't be done, you know, we can't do something significant like that. Then, you know, we won't. We won't have a chance to, to, you know, compete on that level. And then, not only will I have a decision to make, but I think the organization will too. Because at that point, it's like, you know, are you going to go young or are we going to get something done? I think we just kind of been on with, you know fully committing to to either one and I just think you know we at that point now where everybody 
everybody wants to win. You know, they right. they believe that I deserve that opportunity. Yes, and you I'm do. trusting that. And I'm trusting that we're going to, you know, be committed and, you know, uh, diligent about doing all of those things this offseason. Um, okay. So this offseason so is very important, like the draft and this summer. This ain't something that – this ain't a conversation that you want to have in the middle of the season before the trading deadline or next summer. You're looking to see what they do this summer, right? Yeah. Like, I think this is this is our most important offseason, you know, since okay. probably since I've been there. Just for us, for both, you know, myself and the organization. All right, I'm, I'm going to go big deal, all right? It, it's, it's starting to sound like Damian Lillard – I mean, he's been the guy for a couple years. It's like, oh, he's got to move on. He's got to move on. And I hate that shit. But it it really is starting to sound like Damian Lillard is in a place where he's laying all that groundwork. Credit to Stephen A. Smith there asking the right questions. He pressed him on it. Excellent job there out of Stephen A. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. How about former Heat guard Norris Cole? He appeared yesterday, SiriusXM NBA Radio, with Rick Hamla, Antonio Daniels, on uh, what's going on with the Heat? There's some sort of disconnect going on right now. I'm not sure what's what's going on internally, but it seems like there's disconnect. Uh, but I'm not going to overreact. Everyone wants to do a bad game. I mean, it's bad timing to be having a bad game this part of the year. But everyone's due for a bad game. I think this this next game is going to show a lot. Um, but there's definitely some type of disconnect, and I think that they need to get it together quick because that was definitely not – Definitely not Heat basketball last night, and they know it. And they're they're, they're going to take accountability for it. I'm, I'm sure no one down there is making any excuses. I'm going not a big deal. All right, we, we don't we, we don't necessarily know. Maybe the Heat win tomorrow night. Maybe they look like a legitimate contender when they get. I mean, look, it, it don't look good. But Norris Cole's allowed to have his opinion. Maybe there is something going on. Maybe we'll wind up finding out. I don't know. But for now, I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So I've been telling you about this recently, and especially I brought this up yesterday when Haley and Hannah Cavender, the Cavender twins, they have decided they are they are leaving University of Miami, they're leaving basketball together, and they're on to the next phase in their in their career. They're on to their next endeavor. And I told you, I, they're going to be WWE because they're part of WWE's NIL program. It's rumored that they're going to be the next Bellas. I think they're going to WWE. Well, the Cavender twins were on the Today Show this morning. There's a lot of speculation you guys could be entering professional wrestling at the WWE. Yeah, we love the WWE, their fan base, um, the sport, the fitness side of it. That fits Hannah and I's brain and aligns great with us. And so they're a great uh, partner. And yeah, we're very excited with the future with them. There it is. I mean, that that's a big deal. They're going to WWE. Now it's going to take a little time. It's going to take, they're going to have to train. It it could be a while before we see them on television. But they're going to be the next, uh, you know, essentially Bella Twins. I think they're going to be a very big deal. They have a huge social media following. It's such an obvious move. They're they're obviously super athletic girls. So I'm going big deal. I can't wait to see them in WWE. I'm obviously going to be a huge fan since they're University of Miami. So that's very cool. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. If you think you may have a leak in your home, let's find out if that's a big deal or not a big deal. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. All right. Let's go. Come on. Can we start the show tomorrow? Talking about the Panthers getting the top wildcard spot and also getting ready for Heat Bulls. 
Friday's shows are already great. But can we wake up tomorrow morning feeling real good about our teams too? I don't know. I can't predict the future. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening to the show. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Tell all your friends about the show. Tell everyone you know about this show. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Excellent job. I appreciate all your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.